At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You're listening to the Zinger Nation Power Hour, where we give you the rundown on the hottest trades and stock ideas. For the best experience and most up-to-date information, tune in live on the Benzinga YouTube channel weekdays at noon. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Yo, what is up, everybody? Happy Friday. Woo! We made it. We did it. That's right. Another week that we made it through, guys. Take some time today. Let's smile. Let's laugh. Let's have some fun. I think let, let, let's keep the trend going, guys. You know that we do this for Zinger Nation. That's all of you out there in the chat. That's what, that's why we're out here every single day. And all day tomorrow, I'll be here standing at my little desk from 9 to 5 doing the boot camp. Um, you know, so so let's keep the user calls going, guys. I love it. We, we had some fun yesterday. My, my favorite call that we got in from Zinger Nation yesterday was somebody who called in to say, I have nothing to talk about. A classic. Um, but yeah, I mean, let, let, let's kick it off with a couple of calls here in a minute. Before we do that, I'm going to start the way that I start every single day, which is to remind you guys of the point of this show, right? We want this to be the best trade idea resource out there. That's what we're going for, guys. So if we're not delivering on ideas, we're not helping you become a better investor, we're not giving some education, tell us, call us out, let us know because we want to make sure that we deliver for Zinger Nation. Um, but all right, guys. Uh, so we're gonna just, we're gonna kick it off with it with a couple user calls. Can we get that phone number up there, please, producer Rohan? Uh, and and then y'all know that I shorted Planet Fitness into earnings yesterday, so we're gonna talk about managing that trade a little bit. Uh, we're gonna talk Palantir, of course. Um, we're we're gonna do a little bit of hedging, right? I, I got a little bit spooked uh, yesterday. I mean, I I've been spooked for a little bit, so so we're gonna do uh, talk some hedging. Twelve fifteen Eastern. We're bringing on Ripster. That's right. Rippy is coming back live. Uh, Ripster with his friend Pharma DCA, two awesome Twitter accounts and traders. Uh, so we're going to be talking to them at one o'clock. We got Robert Ross joining the show. And then at 1.30, Jeff Ransdell. So, so that's actually a, a, a VC manager. Uh, I don't think we've had a venture capital manager on this show yet. Um, so, so we're going to be doing that at 1.30, talking some private investing and that sort of thing. So um but all right, guys, what's up? Okay, I see y'all putting in some other tickers. Yeah, drop in tickers too. I, I think that we're going to have some time today uh, to cover some other stocks. It, it just comes down to whether or not Jason joins. Jason doesn't join. We'll have time to cover your stocks. If he does join, we'll hear about his trip in Florida for an hour. Um, but but uh, Rohan, do, do we have some zingers on the line? We don't have zingers on the line, but we will in a couple seconds. I don't doubt it. Guys, smash that phone number. It's popping up. I'm going to leave it up for five seconds. All right. We All need right. to get some music in while we Three, wait. Two, one. All right, I'm pulling it down. Da, 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 I'm we don't have calls rolling in already. Did you just take, leave the phone number on for too short? You know, you got to leave it up there for the people. Yesterday, I left it on for like five seconds, and I had like 15 phone calls. Oh, yeah? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Hello? Is this uh is this Benzinga? This is Benzinga. Oh yeah, I want to be on with I want to be on with Luke so bad. Th th this is he. 
What's up? What's up? Dude, why do you drink the Diet Pepsis? I, I got to watch my figure, man. I, I was raised Dude, on it. you look great. You look great, and they say the TV adds 10 pounds. You look wonderful. Don't All right. Well, I appreciate that. Coffee. I appreciate that. You know, I, I do have coffee today. I was going to crack the energy drink in a little bit, but you're saying just go for the full sugar version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna drink, if you're gonna drink that shit at all, you might as well drink regular because the diet's no good for you. All right, there it is. Monday, are you gonna and, uh, be? Are you gonna be I tuned go, in Monday? I've been tuning in since last year when it was just Triple D and Spence in the morning. So seeing That's you guys cool, grow like this has been fantastic. I love it. Dude, dude, and, and check this hey, out. So, so LGHL, LGHL. That's the only thing I want to ask about, and I'll get off. Thank you right. guys. Keep it up. Can't wait to see you on real TV. Wait, Peace what's, out. what's your name? Okay, never mind. We didn't get a name, but appreciate you. There we go. All right, so so we, we, we got two takeaways from that call, guys. First things first, uh, I'm just going to try to share my screen in a second here. But but first things first, uh, I, I've got to get off the diet sodas. He said my figure looks fine, so maybe I'll start hitting the regulars next week. We'll see. I might That might kick me up to another level, though. I already get yelled at one? for doing too much energy. But and then LGHL, yeah. The yeah, let's do that, and then we'll look at LGHL. Hello. Hello. Hey, you're on the Zinger Nation Power Hour. How's it going? No fucking way. I got it. Woo! Hey. <laughs> What's your name? Tell I us a little bit. Luke. I watch all every day. Name's Dom. Hell yeah, man. We, we appreciate the support. That's what Zinger Nation is all about. Drop a like for Dom. That's, that's fucking awesome, guys. But get, get, give us the stock keep, you like. Keep doing it. Uh, I'm on torch right now. TRCH. There we TRCH, go. TRCH, baby. I'm in it. Let's go. Let's run that torch yes, up. Sir. Yeah, we need that torch to run up. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Luke. Appreciate y'all. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate you calling in. No problem. All right, guys. All right. How was that? You guys like the user calls? I think it's a blast. If, if you guys like, like, like the dial-ins from Zinger Nation, throw me the one in the chat. If not, throw me the two. I, I think it's a good way to start the show every day. It sort of gets my energy up, tells me to get off the diet sodas, not, not drink that shit anymore. Um, but yeah, let's go. All right. Um, all right. Let's, let's talk stocks a little bit, guys. All right. We got a lot of ones. Internet Enforcers doesn't like the calls. We, we need to get Internet Enforcers to call in at, at some point. But, but overall, okay. All right. I, I, uh, we, we got some ones. Somebody else has got diet tips for me. I'll take that too. Um, but but all right, let, let's look at this this LGHL stock. I don't know a ton about this thing, unfortunately. I'm no Jim Cramer knowing every stock. Let's see. Okay, Lion Group Holding, Asset Management Company, Wealth Management, Risk Management, offers CFD trading. Okay, I I I don't really know a ton about the company, but but if they do retail brokerage operations, then I love it. I'm, I'm writing it down and putting it on the research list. We'll have more on it next week. LGHL. Uh, as if you guys recall, I, I think I made the the my most compelling pitch all year last week, and and my pitch was for the online brokerage stock. Shout out Tiger. Look at Tiger's running again today, up another twenty percent. That that thing's sort of the outlier, but also like we pitched Schwab and a couple others. Um. Uh, but but basically, my, my pitch for the online brokerages is that we, we can track from Benzinga.com the number of people clicking from, from Benzinga to go and open a brokerage account. That number literally 4 x when GameStop happened, and it still hasn't slowed down. I mean, it's been like a month, 
And, and the number of people who are opening brokerage accounts from our site still has not slowed down. And so I love the online brokerage stocks for that reason. I think they're going to announce massive, like, like just totally blowout quarters, right? I think they're going to have awesome user counts. The revenue might take a little bit to get there, but, but that leading indicator, the number of users, the number of assets they have under management, I, I think is going to fly. So, so, so there's the deal there. Um, so, all right, LGHL, we'll look at that one. Torch, let's, let's look at Torch too for a second here. We're, we're getting dunked a little bit in Torch, but I always stand up and back my man, Hugh, uh, Ryan, this one with him. Um, you know, he, he, he initially pitched the stock from like a, a dollar 20 or something like that. He pitched on this show from two forty, still above both of those levels off of the highs. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of counting on Hugh's due diligence and him to drop some more DD. Um, so, so I'm still hanging out riding into the torch and let, let's talk about planet fitness, PLNT. All right. Uh, and can we get the soundboard rolling Rohan? Thank you, sir. All right. So, so, so he, here's a five day, Here's the two-day chart on on Planet Fitness. So so I'll go through the thesis, and then I'll also talk about what happened. But but basically, in the live account, the the live uh, brokerage account that that we look at every single day, um, you know, we 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 did make a trade on Planet Fitness uh, yesterday, two days ago. Um, ba- basically, I bought the seventy-five dollars strike puts. They're, they're thirty days out. Um, so so these are the the March puts on this stock into earnings. And, and basically, he, here was the thesis. The thesis was the company gets 30% of, of all of their new signups for a year in January. And, and because they didn't have social mentions, we looked at this really nifty chart. Let me see if I can find it. We looked at this nifty image. Um, I got to go to my tweets. All right, bear with me, bear with me. But but basically, we, we looked at the social mentions that, that the stocks has, has seen uh, uh, this January, right? This is a 10-year chart. See all these big humps? We brought out on hump day. We're calling them humps. Um, uh, you know, all, all these big spikes up in social mentions, they didn't have that this January. And given that 30% of their, their new accounts come from that, that start of the year, New Year's resolution crowd, uh, we went ahead and hit this thing. We said that the earnings report was going to be bad. Um, you know, in the past, uh, the, the company had said, let's see. In the past, the company had said said that that um, you know they they want to get up to to fourteen point four million customers. Uh, you know they they said now that they don't they don't know if they're going to get there or not this year. That's obviously a bearish thing. Um, but the numbers weren't horrible on the quarter. If we look at the numbers, right? So so they they missed EPS a little bit, seventeen versus twenty two. They missed sales a little bit, one hundred and thirty four versus one hundred and thirty seven. This is Benzinga Pro that I'm checking this out on. Um, and the stock's down a little bit, right? It, it it's not doing a ton for us. It's down two and a half percent. We're we're sort of in in sort of this this sideways part of the day now, right? It's it's noon. Um, so so we we are going to be closing this trade today. I, I can say that with almost certainty. And and again, I I own the seventy five strike puts that are a month out. We're we're up a little bit, like five percent on the trade, basically flat for an options trade, right? Um, and and so if if the stock start starts you know trickling higher throughout the day or or gets a, a decent bit of upward momentum into the close, we'll we'll, we'll be locking it down. Um, you know, I, ideally we'd like to see it come under a little bit of pressure into the close. Um, you know, people want to get rid of it before the weekend. There is going to be new analyst research that comes out on the stock on Monday. You know, it's Sunday night, Monday morning, you know, analysts will be coming out with their new price targets their upgrades, downgrades on the stock, that sort of thing. Um, 
So, so, so there may be some downward pressure of people who don't want to hold it through that period. Um, so, so we'll see, we will probably be closing this one today. It, you know, it's, it's, you know, like, like whatever. So, so there's the deal on that one. Uh, and let, let, let's talk about Palantir for a minute here too. PLTR. We've got some breaking Benzinga news desk reporting on Palantir. So, so stock is ripping today. Uh, after Kathy would double down on it, but got, got more, more of the stock. Um, and, and then there was a rumor that came out. There, there was a rumor that came out that said that Melvin Capital, that's right, the, the villain of the GME story, came out and shorted the stock that, that happened, I mean, maybe like 15 minutes or so before we came on this show. Uh, I scrambled with our news desk to, to try to figure out, is that actually true? I could not imagine Melvin saying, we want more. Bring it to us, right? Uh, because Palantir actually has more Wall Street bets mentions than GameStop does now. I think it's the first time that GameStop has been toppled as the most mentioned stocks since this whole thing happened. Um, so I was like, holy crap. Is, is Melvin saying, we want more. Bring it to us. Round two, baby. They, they did not. The the it, it's it's all indications are is that Melvin Capital is not actually short this stock. It's a rumor circulating on Twitter right now. The rumor was started from a fake Twitter account. Um, so so that part we were able to confirm that the account that said that was a fake account. That seems like it's one that got totally picked up. So do we know for certainty that Melvin is not shorting this stock? No. Do we know for certainty that the rumor started from a fake account? Yes. Um. So so don't be filled there. And 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 yeah. I, I see D D train choo choo. All right, shout out. That's a good name. name for that one. Uh, but but D train saying, yeah, no way. Melvin states that. Totally agreed. Right. That there's no way that they would throw anything like that out there. Um. So so again, do do we know definitively that that they are not short the stock? No. Do we know definitively that the rumor started from a fake account? Yes. Um. So 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 there's where we are on Palantir. Uh. And let's see what else should we talk. All right. It's time. It's 12.15. We have some big guests to bring to you guys. We, we, we've got a returning favorite of the chat. Uh, we, we, we've got a new guest who's going to be joining us who runs an amazing Twitter account. Let, let's get the drum rolls going, and then let's bring them onto the stream here. Oh, all right. My mouse was not fast enough. I'm a little slow today. All right, but there we go. Ripster, former DCA. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Power Hour. Good morning. Good morning. What's up? Good morning. What's up? What's, What's up? up? How are What's you guys up? doing? Doing good, Luke. How are you doing? Doing well. It's Friday. I, I woke up today. I said, you know, I'm just going to take today to smile, have some fun, laugh a little bit, and, and talk some stocks. So I'll That's take stocks, that. Stocks. Yeah. How's your day? What's your so trading today? So, so better than yesterday, right? I mean, I got, I got, I don't know about you guys. I got hammered yesterday. Um, I, I, I made a, a really ballsy move. I, I bought GameStop into the close or after hours on mm-hmm. uh, what day Wednesday. Basically my thesis was, you know, the, the community might make a last stand and try to run this thing up as soon as, as Roaring Kitty comes on or as soon as the, the, the testimony is going on. They did a little bit, didn't work, got hammered in that one. So I don't know. I'm looking better today than I was yesterday. How about you Me- guys? Meme stocks. I think the are last uh, several days were the buying opportunities. You know, uh, uh, I think Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we have the market uh, volatility spiking up. I think if you like uh, certain good companies, that's a time when you accumulate shares. And uh, I think uh, that's what I was doing last uh, three days or so, uh, especially like uh, some of my uh, fave tech stocks and bio stocks. And they're doing well today. All right. Can, can, can you give us a couple of these names that you're accumulating? Uh, uh, in, 
one of the device company, DMTK. All right, hold on. DMTK, they got that. Dermtech, is that right? Yes, uh, been holding uh, uh, this company from low mid mid teens. Uh, uh, especially, I jumped in uh, heavily after seeing the results. And why I like this wow. company? Uh, this is a, basically a, a diagnostic company for skin cancer. So basically, before uh, this uh, these results, we have uh, skin biopsies for detecting uh, skin cancer, and that's very painful, very invasive. Uh, well, in comparison to this company, basically what this company does is their technology. You put that uh, sticker on the skin and collect skin cells. And then those skin cells are basically sent to lab for further testing. So um, no inv uh, invasive, uh, you know, uh, skin biopsies anymore. And if you look at the market cap, it's uh, I think it's pretty uh, cheap. It's still trading around $2 billion market cap. Uh, and then I think... Uh, the addressable market for this company is anywhere from five to 10 billion. So I think there's a huge opportunity and I still believe that the stocks could see 150 to 200 plus in the long run. And then uh, one example, if you want to make a comparison, look at exact sciences, EXAS, they are trading at uh, roughly $23 billion right now. And then uh, they basically, uh, same thing for detection of, uh, uh, colon cancer uh, instead of doing colonoscopy. So $23 billion and this uh, company, DMTK, just trading at uh, $2 billion. I think shares are very cheap and I continue to accumulate anytime it dips below 70s, 60s, wherever it's. I think I'm going to continue to uh, load up uh, on uh, shares and I believe very cheap company. Yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, I and today it uh, broke out of this flag uh, uh, from seven, and we took a, I took a position at 74 this morning alerted. It tried to break out over 80 today, um, uh, pulling back here, but I expect the breakout to happen once again. And the swing target, uh, I mean, long-term target is 150, of course, you know how farm uh, is saying, but I think once we are over this 80, it bases over the 80 and 100 should be, should be coming quick because uh, the market cap is just what, 2 billion right now. And based upon this uh, skin cancer patches right and we were talking to some dermatologists even my followers who were talking to me about this it's way better than the invasive uh, skin cancer treatment it's just a patch right right farm it's a patch uh, this, right this, this is a sticker you basically put on the skin collect the sample and then send it to their testing uh, labs uh, which is uh, just checking uh, just putting the sticker and you know taking it off maybe like 30 minutes very simple uh, you know not painful not invasive uh, compared to uh, uh, what's being done in the past uh, you know the skin biopsy so uh, that's why i think this is this is very good for uh, uh, patients and the accuracy is very good 99% accurate results so so that's um, yeah. huge and i think what's going to happen is as we proceed uh, uh, more and more company uh, insurance companies they're going to reimburse this over uh, uh, skin biopsy so that's why i'm huge uh, um, i have a, a big position on dmtk so 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 let me ask you this right because I don't trade the like like a lot of the biotech stocks and, and a lot of the, the smaller pharma stocks because I'm scared, right? For for no other reason than, you know, I think about I don't really have any competitive advantage. You know, like I don't understand the science behind them or 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 anything along those lines. Luke, so, so you, you don't have edge. Over that. You don't have edge is what you're trying to say. Or balls. Yep. 
Um, you know, but yeah, um, Edge. Uh, uh, being on Twitter, I, I hear that thing, I think, uh, uh, on daily basis, you know, that uh, I don't have the uh, biotech background and it's very scary. I don't think uh, that's true. I think a lot of information is on uh, net. You can search and you can go to the uh, individual company websites. You can look into their pipeline. You can look into the management and you can look at uh, past data. But my philosophy uh, as I invest in biotechs for almost 10 years is that you have to be very selective with biotechs. You had to uh, just avoid binary events, you know, because uh, that's a straight gamble. So that's where people lose a lot of money because they're trying to make uh, quick money, but that's 50-50. So the best thing is like I mostly, uh, most of my portfolio is in oncology, uh, eye disease, and then medical devices like DMTK, uh, and then once you see the data, you know, then you can uh, slowly build your position for long term. And that's what I do. And then uh, and then a lot of my stocks, uh, stock picks are uh, early, like two dollar, three dollar, four dollar range after I did my due diligence and making sure, you know, the company looks solid. I think biotechs is a good sector to invest in. And it does give you a lot of swing trades also uh, around mm -hmm. your core position. And that's my strategy throughout last three, four years is, uh, if I believe in a company, I have a certain core position. And then uh, when the stock is dipping, I continue to buy the dips and then sell the spikes. And that strategy really worked for me. Okay. And, and, and let me ask you one follow-up question. So, so when you're doing due diligence on the, these companies, right? Let, let's say I wanted to get into this space. Uh, you know, what, where are you looking? What sorts of resources are you you reading? Um, you know, what are you pulling off of their sites, uh, etc.? Basically, looking at the previous uh, data, phase one, phase two, then uh, companies, uh, you know, uh, guidelines, and then also how much cash they have. Uh, is there a risk for a secondary? So, primarily, I. Uh, uh, look into the company website, look into their uh, uh, published studies and all that stuff to help me navigate through if this is a good company to invest in. Okay, I like and it. Then, and then I also look at other companies that's already on the market and see how uh, this company's data in comparison to the ones already on the market. And then you can um, uh, make a call there. All right, there we go. First idea from you guys. Got to got to ring the cash register for that one, um, and, and then and Ripster Rippy, you you had a birthday in the past week, I believe. Yeah. Woo! Uh, happy All right, everybody at home, you're by yourself trading. Clap for Ripster, <laughs> right? Thanks. He not only gives us great information, but even recorded a podcast on his birthday. Look, where's the soundboard for birthday music? Let's go. All right, I'm going to fake the soundboard. Hey, Jason. Happy birthday hey. to you. Excellent. Happy birthday, birthday to, you. to you. Happy birthday. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And, and now the whole pool. And now the whole pool. Everyone, are you wishing Whipster happy birthday? Come on. It's Ripster's birthday. It's belated, but everyone wish Whipster happy birthday. Come on. Thanks, guys. We're good. We're good. We're good. It's good. We're good. We're good. Thank you. All right. All right. They, I appreciate they it. They were all wishing. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah, all wishing you happy birthday. Oh, wow. he's uh, he's he's got like some uh pool stocks that he's looking at. Oh you my know, god. So, uh, he's doing some due diligence on them. Yeah. I think. Where's where are the no, drinks, man? I'm here. Where are the I'm drinks? Here. Where's your tequila? <laughs> Come on, man. Come to dinner tonight, Carbone. Let's go. Wow. It's on me. Let's go. Anyone that can come, Miami. 
Okay. I'm Ripster. Right, whenever you want, whenever you want to trip and get. Whenever you want to get some R and R, let me know. Yeah, sure. We'll no, do. you're losing me. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah no, we heard you. Uh, spot. Uh, you. All right. Um, okay, so so what? so Ripster, I was just about to ask. Uh, uh, you know, what what are some names you're looking at? I, anything that that's interesting to you? You've been trading it in the past week, etc. Yeah, biotech or general or non-biotech. Whatever you want. Well, um, two names, interesting. Okay, so one of the biggest names that I have been talking about last few weeks, um, heavily invested, is IPWR, right? Okay. So IPWR is, uh, it's they make a, a bi-directional switches. The switch is going to all the circuits, the circuits that you use in your electric vehicles, solar systems, uh, energy, military, everything. So it's a proprietary technology that uh, IPWR is building, uh, uh, but it's still in a build phase. They have some uh, contracts coming from gov government and then, um, uh, I mean, a lot of things there are in pipeline. So my target is 30 short term. It, it went on 25 couple of times, but you know, with the market, it came back. My original alert was 17. But I really believe in this company. Benchmark uh, came out uh, recently with their uh, speculative buy on this IPWR. And I believe IPWR will be a big winner this year. Short term okay. 30. Short term 30. So you can note it. So last time I was here, Vox and PayPal, by the way, they paid as I expected. So just to <laughs> recap. Boom. <laughs> PayPal. I was in that yeah. one. I, I just closed that one this week. And what, what was the other one again? Uh, Vox, V-O-X-X. That was my recap from the last time I was on Benzinga. Right. Yep, yep. All right, look, come on, let's zoom this out. There we go. Yeah. All right. There's a but, nice chart. But uh, I think you guys, if, if you know, since Farm is here today, talking about a biotech stock, you, you guys, of course, he talked about DMTK. I'm big in DMTK. Uh, I alerted last week. It was a 10-point move, but you know that is fine. But my target is 100, and this morning again I took position. So that is DMTK. But the one I think Farm Farmdy gave me, he gave he 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 kept telling me buy it, buy it, buy it, and you know it was MREO, and I, I let him speak about it. But MREO is one of uh, my big IRA uh, position that I think will be a multi-bagger this year. Just and like this is a uh, beautiful chart too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, MREO is ready to break out. Um, I let Farm speak about M MREO. Farm, can you quickly tell about the bullish thesis here? Yes. Uh, uh, been investing in, in this company, I think uh, roughly when I alerted was uh, $2.10. The reason uh, why I invested heavily into this company is uh, based on their two lead programs, uh, one in an oncology, and uh, they already signed, they got a 50 million upfront milestone payments, I think, uh, like a month ago. Uh, they have, uh, their market cap is 350 million plus uh, cash around over 200 million, I think, wow. uh, uh, cash all the way uh, into 2023. So uh, fully funded, uh, uh, strong uh, demand for secondary around uh, $3. Uh, they have multiple catalysts in second half, uh, including uh, a catalyst for COVID-19 data as well. But the primary focus uh, uh, for me is their anti-digit uh, uh, program for oncology. And we're going to see uh, some nice updates into the second half. 
and my expectation is that we gonna we uh, likely we're gonna see a partnership news for the anti-digit uh, program. Uh, so this is one of my uh, top positions, and I believe that this talk could see high teens to 20 plus this year on partnership yeah. news and positive data. Yeah, yeah. And um, and just to give you a background, right, a uh, lot of this uh, uh, biotech stocks, farm, farm is the best, one of the best on the Twitter. And uh, we had already PAVM, PDSB, and last year he had Livingo, LVGO was his call that went from 20 bucks and everybody knows what happened to LVGO. So I would really, you know, um, really take it seriously when farm tells uh, a good stock, you know? So yeah, yeah. I'm all, uh, yeah. I'm fully yeah, loaded in it. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, we, we, we got a comment in the chat too. It said something along the lines of I run a hedge fund and farm is the real deal. I can tell you that he said, he said it's, it's one of the top 20 accounts that I follow. So, so Zinger nation is out there representing too. Um, so, so, so for this Mario M R E O, uh, a couple follow-ups, how, how far along are they? Uh, is it a specific type of, of cancer that they're trying to treat? Um, and, and then you mentioned a couple of catalysts in the second half of this year. Can you just talk about those a little bit more? Yeah, the first catalyst is for that uh, oncology program. Uh, and then uh, they also have uh, another catalyst coming up for uh, a very, uh, you know, uh, uh, unmet disease, uh, which is called anti, uh, you know, it's called uh, severe alpha one antitrypsin deficiency, which leads to uh, severe pulmonary disease. So those are the two catalysts I'm looking for in the second half. Uh, and then uh, again, I believe is we're going to see a partnership news for one of these uh, lead programs. Uh, and then, uh, yes, it's early devel uh, development phase, but this is oncology is the heart sector. You know, if you catch on these uh, 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 stocks at early on and then they can really pay you well in the long run. And this is one of them, I uh, believe, uh, actually, uh, will basically, you know, uh, reward shareholders in the long run. Okay. All right. I, I like it. It's interesting. Um, and, and then let, let me ask you this. And look at the chart. Look at the chart. You, look, the chart you, is beautiful. You see, it's a breakout weekly chart. It's a hand, you know, a handle. And then, and you, you know, when you see the chart, you know, it's going to six short term. But when you think about the catalyst, the potential, and you put it in your IRA, you know, the, the big move is going to come. So for me, uh, I take biotech ideas from farm, but then I look at a chart. If chart is at highest, breaking the 52 week or is breaking range, then I, t I have more conviction in that idea. And, and then I take it. Usually I avoid a good biotech that's at lows, super lows. I usually don't do it. But if a chart is breaking out, you know something is going on, right? And then there's a bullish thesis behind it. Just take it, take the breakout, take a position and let it work. Okay, and, and Ripster, let, let me ask you this. When, when you're looking at the chart, or, or you're looking at any chart, um, you know, wh what are some of the things you're, you're looking at? Like, like, is it this, this beautiful channel that we have here? Is it the couple of spies? Is it, or the couple of highs? Is it, is it something totally different? You know, what, what do you particularly like on this chart? Yeah. yeah. So I usually, uh, um, I usually go to this uh, weekly or daily view. And of course there's an uptrend happening. You know, you see this continuous channel that's uptrending. But then you want to see this high. It try it tried to break it a few weeks ago. It tried to break it again. And there's consolidation happening. This this high acts as a magnet. Price moves, pulls back. But it doesn't pull back too much. It tries to push again, pulls back. 
So that tells me that the buyers are there and the resistance is going to break out soon. So and that gives me the confidence that resistance has to act as a magnet, a straight breakout out of resistance. And if it pulls back, retests and then bounces again, then adds more conviction. So I have a full strategy on breakout. I teach on Twitter. I tell how to trade breakouts. I have like full. Maybe you can make a book out of it and they work. So that's how you do the, the do the breakouts. Yeah, and 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 yeah, make sure you follow both of these guys on Twitter. I mean, they're they're seriously some of the best Twitter accounts to follow. We have both the links in the chat there. Producer Aaron, can you drop them in again? Pin them to the top. Um, because again, if if you want ideas, you want to learn. I mean, these are two amazing accounts to follow. And it looks like we got a Jason sighting again. He's uh, Jason, come on, Jason. He's muted. I don't know if he realizes that, but he is in fact muted. We've been in COVID for a year. Still gets tricked I by the meat not, sometimes. I, 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 thank you, Luke. Uh, I love that we have Luke. He gets to run the home, the fort, while I get to go get and do my company research. But well, while I was out here, I did some research on Dermatech. It sounds like a real deal company here. Uh, oh yeah. I don't own shares yet, but it sounds like. Uh oh. Jason, you're going in and out a little bit. Totally out. A little more than a little bit. Yeah, that's the Jason. <laughs> All right. Jason's gone. He's pulled from the stream until he goes inside. You know, you, you, you can't stun on, on us that much. Um, and but then, all right, we're... I think uh, in conjunction with uh, uh, DMTK, there's uh, other stocks that I can also uh, pinpoint that are very cheap at this uh, moment in time. Uh, one of them is uh, uh, PubMed, PAVM. Uh, that's like another device company. If you look at their uh, uh, portfolio, they have uh, lots of products. But the two main things that I'm basically looking at the moment is one, their FDA approval for uh, carpal tunnel syndrome. Uh, this is a, a minimal uh, you know, the, uh, device. They just got approval last year. Uh, recently, one patient was uh, treated with their, uh, you know, their device and then the recovery time was right after a week. But if you look at the open surgery, endoscopy surgery for carpal tunnel syndrome, uh, basically, you know, it takes roughly four to six, uh, six weeks for, uh, before a person can go back to work. And this only took like a week. That's approved. A uh, huge market for that. And then the second big thing that I'm really looking at PubMed, and I'm heavily invested uh, in this, this company for over two years when it was trading into 80 cents, is uh, their ESOCheck, ESOGuard uh, uh, device uh, that collects a sample uh, for looking at, for detection of uh, uh, esophageal cancer. So that I think will be a big thing. They're running uh, uh, tri two trials right now. Uh, I think the enrollment's going to be done uh, maybe late this year, and then we will be looking for FDA approval. Um, and I think this stock could really, really go much, much higher, maybe 30s or 40s uh, once those trials are done. So uh, this is one of my another uh, big position I own. Uh, and then uh, another one. Wait, is wait, wait. Can I, can I ask you a couple questions first? 
Yes, please. So, so, so for the carpal tunnel tunnel treatment that they're working on, is it basically some sort of a device that that this company makes so, so that way patients don't need to undergo surgery? Is that yes, accurate? It's, a, it's an invasive device. So basically, you know, a, a lot of information over there, and then the recovery time is just a, like a week compared to uh, four to six weeks from open surgery. And this uh, basically, you know, just recently got approved by FDA. Okay, and so now that it's approved by FDA, we're, we're going to be able to start looking at some sales numbers that are coming out of the company, correct? Especially uh, because of COVID-19, you know, uh, it got delayed and, you know, the surgery centers were closed. But uh, uh, hope is that, you know, once uh, we are fully, uh, I mean, the surgery centers open uh, more, then we're going to see uh, more and more sales number in the future. But the big, big thing is ESOCheck and ESOGuard. Uh, and that's the, like the same theme along with the Dermatech, you know, DMTK. If you look at the uh, exacts, which was like 20 is like $23 billion company, Dermatech over 2 billion. And look at the market cap for PubMed is basically trading roughly around uh, 350 million, very cheap. When you're looking at detecting uh, esophageal cancer, uh, through their technology instead of using uh, endoscopy, which is more invasive. Okay. And, and, and then Ripster, what, what do you make of a chart like this? All right. We, we obviously saw a ton of momentum. It, it's flattened out. Um, you know, how, how, how do you read something like this? Uh, it's a flag. I read it as when, when the downtrend is broken, then as the momentum comes in. That's how I read it. For me, it's clear. It's a fully, fully, um, you have one month chart here. Uh, it's a full flag here. Okay. Let me see. And if you have a screen that, that you want to share, you're, you're more than welcome to do that as well. Oh, I have four screens, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe next time I'll be ready to share. All right, next time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good one. It's a flag. So right. uh, let's, uh, let us let me tell you about this gambling stock. I love how many ideas you guys have. Let's go. All right. You get, give us the ticker. GMBL. BMBL. All right. Esports Entertainment. We've talked about that one before. Oh, come on. Come on. Ripster, did you learn about that one from me? Uh, <laughs> I wish I learned from you. I would have gotten a better price. <laughs> he doesn't follow you on Twitter, Jason. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Well, no, 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 enough ideas. No, no, my good. My, Go my good, my, oh, sorry, uh, my good friend Mukund, he's a very good research analyst. He gave me this idea and I'm blown away with the, with the idea of, you know, the market cap compared to the potential compared to DK and J and, and, uh, it's, it's not, it's, it has a lot of potential, you know, once this, uh, the, the, the love comes back to this gambling and all those talks, I, I, but love to hear what you have to say. I mean, gamble, I'm a big, I have a big position on gamble. All right, so we had to see. Can you guys hear me? Okay, though. Yep, you sound good. Yeah. All right, I tried to give you guys the nice view of the golf course, and that internet over there was really bad. I we don't want the it. nice view. We were jealous. Now you just have like these, you know, beige shades, so we feel better about where we are. R Ripster is still winning with with the chairs. He's got the best background right now. <laughs> oh, now you have the best background. Okay. Okay. So just making sure. All right, the chair. Ripster has a chair. So. We had the GMB, GMBC, GMBL CEO on, yeah, at, whatever, on this at the small cap conference. And oh. then we, and then, yeah, it was like at $4. And then it went up, it went up. And then we had him on three weeks ago on the show. And then the stock took off. Uh, maybe it was because of you. But um, 
And the CEO came out and said he's starting to get more, you know, value. He's, he, the quote is, if you Google Benzinga and GMBL, he gave a quote that we're starting to get more fairly valued. Not to say that it was overvalued, but like we're starting to get gambling, like uh, um, a gambling stock, you know, like in this space. And the reason GMBL is so interesting, it has a lot of things coming together. Esports, online gaming. And they bought two other companies that are legit and have serious revenue. So mm -hmm. GMBL, I think it does have a good long-term future. Now the question is, what do you buy it at, and what is it at a year from now? That's it. But I was in. Yeah. I, what I was so impressed, Ripster. We tried to do Benzinga is doing two buyouts right now. We're buying two other companies, and it's so hard for us to get these transactions done. And these guys have oh. really consolidated the industry. And I and that to me is as impressive as anything. So I do like GMBL. I do own the shares. Not as much as I did, but maybe you can get me back in in a big way if you tell me a good story. No, did you uh, did you uh, review the latest earnings? Did you see the the revenue guidance? Uh, uh, they increased by sixty eight percent to forty two million this this year. So now that's what we're talking about. That is what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So that's, and they, so. they and again they raised the guidance again on February sixteen to seventy million. So the, the management has high expectations, right? And um, and if they you do. see a if you see a company increasing the guidance, and, and you, you know there's a potential. And uh, DKNJ is selling for 44 times its uh, uh, sales, and Fubo is selling 12 times. Uh, Gamble is selling three times. Yeah, I mean I just no. wow. just on the potential, Gamble can be double here, right? It's it's just the market right now. There is not much love in DKNG and all these stocks. But when the love comes, the gamble will be $30 stock. Make, I tell you that. And what I love is, is that you have both uh, the multiple expansion story as a catalyst, but plus you have the revenue growth story. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is, this is uh, so, so I'm lucky. I'm blessed to have so many good friends who are analysts and buy, uh, traders like Farm. So I got a lot of information. This is information from my friend Mukund. So um, uh, he's also on Twitter. So I, yeah. like, I, I like the name Mukund. McCoon sounds like he's very smart. Right? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's smart. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. who's this? Who's this Ryan Simonio character? Uh, uh, do you guys know him? Anyone? Mm, no. He's calling me nuts. He's saying we don't care, Raz. Ryan Simonio, you're about to get a five-minute major, so um, take a hike. All right. Um, so, all right. And then I got an update on um, your derm your dermato dermatology stock. Is what I was trying to get at. What's the symbol again? D D M M T K. That's Delta Mike Tango Kilo. So Lori, uh, my friend says it's prom. She knows the CEO. Promising technology, and like very promising. Doesn't know if lay people should be using it correctly or if they're going to use it correctly. But if they change the strategy, that could work. So she's a believer in it, and Lori's the smartest and, and person. When, and when she says lay people, does that mean like like I would go and, and use it myself rather than going into a doctor? She basically said it's definitely promising technology, but I don't know if it's meant for lay people like yourself, Luke, at home unless the CEO switched strategies is what she said. Okay. But 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 let, she let, likes let, it, though. Yeah, but I mean, let, let, let's ask Pharma. Is is the idea for the company to go straight to consumers, or or is it for to be uh, uh, like used by doctors? They can be used in the doctor's office. Uh, it roughly takes, I think, uh, thirty minutes. You know, it's not uh, really, really uh, 
very complex thing to do. You basically put the sticker, you know, they, they send you the whole uh, stuff with all the uh, directions in it. And then you just follow the directions, basically putting the sticker on that mold, you know, and then uh, uh, all the instructions will be there. And then you just take that sticker, you know, and then send back to the uh, testing centers or it could be done in the doctor's office. Okay. So, so it seems like that use by individuals could be another catalyst. You don't need it necessarily for the story, but it seems like it could be another catalyst then. Yes. Okay. All right. How, how does that satisfy you, Jason? Yeah, that satisfies me. That's uh, definitely a catalyst. Um, I mean, it could be at home, but I mean, what he, what pharma is saying makes sense. I'm going to Luke. I'm going to buy shares of it. If it's not today, I'll buy it Monday. I I've been trimming some of my margin this week. So, uh i'm not either how long are you are, are you still more than 100 percent long oh yeah 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 i was but i was like 200 percent long let's say let's say my account was a million dollars i was 40 percent margin now i'm 20 percent margin okay and so so you said let's say it's a million so if we scale it back to a thousand like like closer to the real account value it's like you're on you're carrying 200 dollars a margin yes i sold <laughs> i sold some of the yeah. I sold some of the gainers. I, I would put my account live, but Spencer Israel always hates that stuff. But I would put my true account live. I have nothing to hide. All right. And, and Farm, you were about to give us another name too. And, and, and we jumped in and asked some follow-up questions on the last one. Uh, but, but can you give us that one? Well, this is, uh, this is a speculative one, and this is basically because the catalyst coming up. Like I said earlier, uh, you know, that uh, in biotechs, you try to avoid uh, binary catalyst. And if you do play, make sure your quantities are very small, and then buy right after looking at the data. And this one is YMTX. YMTX. Okay, humanity. Does that sound right? Let me get yes, the screen Yes, they, they, they signed a, a 500 million, uh, you know, a collaboration with Merck last year. So they, if you look at their uh, pipeline, they basically have uh, over 16 plus, uh, you know, uh, different compounds for neurodegenerative diseases. And one of the uh, early program right now where I'm focusing is for Parkinson's disease. Uh, so we are expecting data this quarter and then uh, early uh, uh, data from uh, phase 1B uh, basically next quarter. So I have a position, uh, it's not huge, but based on my risk tolerance, and then I'm leaning more positive that the data is going to be positive. So that's why I had this position. And my goal is basically to add more shares once I see the data this quarter and next uh, next quarter. Look at the market cap, very cheap. Look yep. at the float, very thin float, very hard to buy a share. So, so have a decent position. Uh, uh, again, this is my long-term position, and they have tons of uh, uh, compounds in early stage right now, you know, looking at the dementia and everything. But right now, I, their focus is on Parkinson's disease. Let the data come out this quarter, next quarter. And that's where the story is going to change. And, and you said this one is or is not binary? Like like we're not waiting on a it, big it binary? Is, it is binary. That's why my position okay. is decent based on my risk tolerance. And my idea is to basically, once I see the data uh, this quarter, and then, then I'm going to add more to my uh, shares. But uh, after looking into the company, I did my DD over last few weeks. I'm leaning positive that the data, data should be uh, good. Uh, but again, uh, it's a speculative position. Whenever you play a binary uh, data, make sure your positions are based on your risk tolerance. Uh, 
Uh, my position is based on what I read and what I believe this company uh, data is positive. I think this is gonna double uh, overnight because the stock was trading around, I think 44 and it had a significant pullback to 19 and 20 where I'm uh, adding shares. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, if you look at the gamble, uh, not the gamble, the YMTX chart, uh, it's uh, it's a ch downtrend channel on weekly. And the uh, downtrend. When you say, sorry, really, really quick. When you say on weekly, are you looking at weekly candles or are you looking at at a week's worth of candles? No, no, I look at weekly candles. Okay. Then I then I'm going back to uh, maybe November 2020. So I'm looking at weekly candles. I'll and if I see that YMTX is ready for a channel breakout. And as Farm said, YMTX has catalysts coming and um, he has done a great DD on it. I think once the reversal is there, it should run up into the catalyst and solid support at uh, around 1650 area. Even if you take the channel breakout on YMTX, it should be 30, 30, 35 are the targets. I I'll put the chart on Twitter and uh, that's the trade thesis on YMTX. Okay, right. so you like this one too then, Ripster? Yeah, yeah. So um, I like that one too. Because here's the thing. I look at what uh, Farm or other biotech folks tells me. Then I look at the chart. There are uh, other ones too. If But if the chart is not good, not trying to reverse, not, you know, it's it's weakness. I don't buy weakness. I buy strength. Like I said, I you know, I want to buy high, sell higher. Or if if I not if I'm not doing that, then I want to see the reversal. I can wait for reversal, even if I have to wait, even if I lose few points, there doesn't matter. I want to see the strength, right? I don't want I I, I don't care I've got the bottom or not, but I want the reversal when it gives me a confirmation. And in this case for YMTX, the con confirmation is the reversal of the weekly channel, and that's it. I play I play the probability. The probability that I have seen from my experience, my plays, and what I have studied past few years, the probability says a chart pattern, if it's reversing, it should, it, it, the probability of pattern working, uh, it should work, right? If it doesn't work, that doesn't work. But at least I'm not buying a bottom and hoping, okay, maybe it bounces here. I'm buying the bottom, maybe it bounces. No, when I buy a reversal, I'm playing a probability of a chart pattern, and I'm not hoping, I know, the reversal is coming now if the pattern fails doesn't work that's a different thing i played a setup a strategy with the good fundamentals in biotech case a good catalyst run up so yeah okay in farm let me ask you this so, so i jumped back in the chart and i thought my chart was broken like i wasn't loading data <laughs> but it was down when the stock was a dollar i didn't even see it what what was the catalyst that, that happened here what catalyst are you referring to? So, so uh, I guess, or my chart is broken, but it looks like the stock, like a couple months ago, was at a dollar, and now it's at twenty bucks. Which one is that? And they did. They did. Why merger, uh, merger actually uh, with another okay. company. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah you need to get on tra uh, trading view. Uh, you know, the charts have to be have to account for the reverse merger. Sometimes you get confused because a lot of other charts don't account for it but then it's a better view yep all right and you, you i, I want to talk through a a couple tickers that we got in the chat um that, that, that you guys have mentioned recently uh the the first one is nvax novavax yeah that's uh one of my uh significant yeah. position from uh the I basically bought a big position around uh, 120, 119 area and all the way up to 130. I kept on buying shares around uh, 160 plus. So this is one of my significant position I'm holding. Uh, my average is still in 160s. 
Ooh. And I believe this. He alerted it. He alerted to his followers. Where did you alert it, Pharma? Novavax. One nineteen. Yeah, and he he kept saying, "I was I was like, no." He's like, "Trust me, it's going to three hundred." And he did go to three hundred. So it was it's his baby, Advex. Cash register on that one. I mean, the yeah, a doubling on on a multi billion dollar stock like that. That's awesome. That's nice. Okay. All right. So Novavax, you hit it. You still like it. Uh, all right. Um, did uh, you, see. Luke? Next. Did you do? Did you do TTD after earnings? No, I did, didn't. Did you see their earnings? No. TTD, uh, TTD is going to be thousand soon, man. <laughs> wow. I got um, eight thirty yesterday. Alerted everybody on Twitter to grab it. It touched nine twenty one this morning. I mean, the earnings, the growth is exponential. Five hundred percent revenue growth. Was it something like that? So focus on these, uh, like I always teach people, focus on the earning, EPS growth. If you learn what I taught you last Bezenga interviews, you would have caught this uh, TDD yes. uh, trade. Yep. See, the, the the only earnings one that I did this week is I did I did Planet Fitness short. Um, basically, the the social the, the here's the thesis, right? They're, they're reporting earnings. Thirty percent of their signups every year come in, in from New Year's resolutioners in January. Uh, we we got this awesome chart sent to us. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Uh, but we got this awesome chart sent to us that that showed that there's basically no social mentions of uh Planet Fitness this January, right? Like like we had seen every single year, big spike in in tweets, Instagram, Facebook on Planet Fitness. We didn't have it this year, so 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 I took this one short into earnings. Not really doing much for me, so I got to close that one out. But all right, let, let me ask about another one. M Y O V. That, that's another one that, that we've seen in the chat a handful of times. Yeah, yeah, it's his baby too. That's another uh, yeah one of my significant position I'm holding from uh, uh, mid teens. Uh, basically, they have uh, three uh, different things in the pipeline. The first one is for prostate cancer. Data was very good. Uh, they got the FDA approval already. And if you look at the Pfizer co uh, collaboration, that was a big thing. So now they have uh, the resources from Pfizer. So I think that this stock uh, likely going to double from here. And then they have uh, strong data for endometriosis. Then they have strong data for uterine uh, fibroids. So so this is another one of my fav uh, biotech stock uh, I'm holding long term. So basically, all the stocks you pick just double, okay? But let me ask you about a third one: uh, INFI Infinity. Um, that that's one that, that we got some mentions in the chat about as well. Yes, uh, mm -hmm. I'm holding this stock as well. I did a lot, uh, several swing trades on this. They had good data. Uh, but they did a secondary, and that's why uh, secondary is putting uh, pressure on the stock price. My goal is to pick up more shares around 350 area based on the chart, and that's from uh, coming from uh, Ripster. Uh, you know, I'm not good at charts, so that's where he uh, jumps in and he provides me all the direction. So I'm waiting for 350 area to uh, add more shares. All right. Yeah, yeah. with Infi, the thing with Infi was... Uh... Uh, it's it's a good long-term stock. Oppenheimer and a bunch of other analysts came out with uh, eight, nine price targets after a great, great data. I think the mistake, uh, if if I alerted, I alerted the day it went one and it, it went one dollar or some cents, you know, the scalpers and day traders got out. But uh, the offering, the offering weighed on it a little too much. Right. Offering is always not it's not a bad thing. Offering is always a good thing. But the institutional demand was so much. They increased the size of offering. And that that's the weighing on it. 
that and i know a lot of uh, followers they just uh, jumped and slapped it pretty high they they did not they never understood a risk reward there right like i always say my risk reward is different so that's why they keep asking keep asking about infin fin fee and um, uh, so my, my point here is good long term stock right if you are trading long term hold it build a risk reward follow follow the thesis build your own plan and just let it work and i i'm i'm still long in it right but i think the le good lesson learned from me uh, if i want to talk about infi when the data comes out i you know i you know i should wait for um, uh, what we call it uh, see how the offering is what kind of offering we can expect because shorts were hammering it the day it, the data came out right but nothing wrong with the stock stock is great so um, so that's a lesson make sure if you are not confident let the offering close maybe buy it after the offering right but just don't jump in blindly but but the data is there good long term stock put in fee if 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 they uh, fulfill the the potential of infi infi will be a 10 dollar stock this year okay. right just just like mario so these biotechs so so when i trade when i trade these smaller price stocks or or biotech, i'm usually in biotechs and my biotech research comes from you know um, i know a little bit but from from my all my circle which are respected you know phd doctors and pharmacists like pharma you know doug who's you know and any other many other uh, uh, my friends respected traders that the full long term thesis right so you have to build that you can't just jump on a stock okay tomorrow i'll sell it for $1 up okay maybe i can scalp it for 50 cents okay you bought it on high you can't scalp it then you are bag holding right so yeah. yeah i mean at a certain point even an investor is a bag holder but it doesn't matter you believe in a company you are a bag holder that's fine right but if you don't believe in anything and you have no conviction and you just buy randomly at without a risk reward then you then you are a bad holder with no conviction and then it's a bag bad bag holder i would say so yeah. don't don't be a bad bag holder only bag hold where you have conviction don't bag hold because somebody else is saying it right i mean yeah. for me for me it might be a small dent in my account doesn't matter it, i'll just put it inside but you guys can blow up your account so don't focus on the plays you know if i give a play focus on chart risk reward understand your thesis your conviction right so yeah so lately luke i want to point out one more thing here yeah so late so lately what has happened right with this gamestop hype right the gamestop retail so many new traders came came in came industry new followers they like they want to get overnight rich and they think oh these guys are posting ideas jump on it buy buy slap so and they are now crying and they are looking oh i lost all my money a lot of people blown up you know that right after this games that's why i never even hyped the gamestop and amc thing so that's a big problem right now in the market a lot of people are new they they are just in here for hype and a lo lot of them will go away Let, that's the fact they will say okay these guys are not good these guys are pumpers let's leave the market we are not getting any good ideas because they never they came in the market with a on a hype on what somebody else said Oh, my grandpa or my my grandson told me AMC is going up, game is going up. Let's go in the market. They never came in the market with with the passion or with the long term view, like I talked about on my my podcast. If you come, if you do that, yeah, doesn't matter. I give idea, farm gives idea, PJ, Zach, whoever gives idea, you will be a loser, right? Mm -hmm. Ideas, are, yeah. 
So, so you build your conviction. That's my point. Idea is ours. Management is yours. Yeah, and, and let me show you this chart that, that that speaks to what you're just talking about. So, so what we have here is is the number of people clicking from Benzinga.com to go open a new brokerage account, right? So, so again, we're measuring people clicking from Benzinga to go open a new brokerage account. So, you know, let's say we're we're averaging I don't know maybe thirty thousand people a week, something like that. COVID happens, it spikes up to eighty thousand people a week. Check check this out. Let me zoom you out. Look at when GameStop happens. It's like COVID didn't even exist on the chart. This is the number of people who jumped in to open new brokerage accounts. Went from 75,000 to 250,000 week over week. Wow. And we're a small site, right? We're, we're up to 15 million readers a month officially as of last night. Um, but I mean, compared to every, you know, Forbes and, and Yahoo Finance and everything, I mean, we're tiny. I think uh, back to uh, Rippy's point, and I do that over time to time on my uh, public feed as well. Ideas comes from different angles, uh, you know. Uh, uh, yes, I do post a lot after I do my DD. Sometimes a lot of my buddies, they provide me ideas. But the idea is that you need to do your personal uh, due diligence whenever you invest money. Don't invest money blindly on what PharmD is saying or this person saying. You need to make sure you are comfortable with your investment. So when you buy something, make sure you are aware why you are putting money into stock A or stock B. So your personal due diligence makes uh, more sense than just uh, uh, believing on someone's uh, tweet. Uh, I always say I have positions, so I could have a biased uh, confirmation there because obviously my money is involved, so I'm writing about it. But uh, when you read my ideas or my tweets, make sure you know the company before you put money into it. And I think uh, um, it's not gambling. It's... Uh, professional investment so uh read 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 and then investment absolutely um all right and one last question out of the chat and, and I'll, I'll let you guys go uh but but ripster what what headphone model is that we got a couple of people asking what headphones you have these ones yeah these are uh, jbl quantum 800 there it is. All right. See, look at that. We always please on the show. Okay. <laughs> Answered everything from your stock questions to your headphone questions. Um, but all right, guys, uh, I'll let you run. Thanks for hanging out. I mean, the, the ideas were flying. Uh, I'll, I'll recap them real quick. Here, here are the tickers. Somebody in the chat, help me out. Drop the tickers in the chat so, so everybody can get them. But D-M-T-K-M-R-E-O-P-A-V-M-G-M-B-L uh, and then N-V-A-X. That's a lot of tickers. And education. I love that you guys walk us through it instead of just, just making the pitch. Thank you, Luke. Thank you very much, Luke. All right. Thanks, guys. Again, follow them on Twitter. These are two of the best accounts to follow. I don't say that often. Throw them a follow on Twitter. Say hi. Smash the like. And, and we'll, we're going to keep rolling. Thank you. Have a good All weekend, right. uh, Luke. You too. All right. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Here, here's my favorite chat comment of the day. Now, G JBL stock jumps. <laughs> that, that, that's a good one. All right, guys. Um, and, and if, if you, you aren't familiar with this show, you don't watch us normally, you, you tune in to check it, check out Ripster and FarmD, uh, hit that subscribe, hit that like button. We go all day. We run from 8 a.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern, and we just have ideas flowing constantly. That's the idea, right? We're, we're trying to, we, we've got three things that we try to do. One, give trade ideas. Two, have fun, you know, be a little bit goofier than, than like your CNBCs. Look at, I even have an explicit soundboard. Surprise, motherfucker. And then three, we also have gimmicks, 
you know, we do some giveaways, you know, we tell jokes, we take caller lines in, uh, we, we, we open up the, should we open up? Let's do one more user call. Throw, throw, throw the number up, Rohan. Um, we're, we're, we're going to get clipped into our next guest in, in just a minute here. We're running behind. Um, but, but, but yeah, let, let, let's get one more user call in. We, we just did some a little bit ago. It, it, it was, it was pretty funny. I, I got called out for drinking diet soda. Um, and, and then, and then we got a couple new stock ideas there, but, but producer Rohan, can you throw that, that phone number up on the screen? Again, guys, just just previewing what we have going on later today for you. Uh, so, so we've got two guests who are going to be joining us. We're going to be talking stocks. Then we actually have a VC guest, venture capitalist, uh, talking about some VC plays and, and what they see in the market now. Uh, we're also going to be doing an option segment, options education. And then tomorrow, somebody's saying, Luke, uh, did you buy Clove? Yep, I'm in Clove, C-L-O-V. Uh, and then tomorrow, all day, this is how hard we're, we're working out here for Zinger Nation. Um, we're, we're doing a, a boot camp. It's totally free. There's, there's no charge for this. Check this out. It's BenzingaBootCamp.com. I'll, I'll drop the link in the chat, but we're going from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern on a Saturday, just, just doing all education. We're talking options. We're talking uh, SPACs. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of swing trading, do some stock picking, but all day Saturday, it's free to attend. No reason not to register, right? Come, come and hang out with us. Um, but, but there's the deal there. Let me throw that link into the chat. What about the chat challenge? Yes, we, we are going to do the chat challenge. Absolutely. Chat challenge, uh, Zinger Nation going head to head to head to head to head. Figure out who can answer. Oh, right, do we have a caller, Rohan, or no? Nope, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yep, I can. Okay, so that was my bad. Uh, we have to cycle new numbers every so often so we don't get a bunch of calls. So I just have to set up a new phone number real quick. Oh, okay. All right. Well, well, well then, all right. Well, Rohan sets up the new phone number. Let's bring our next guest on. Let's ask producer Aaron, if he can grab my charger because my laptop is about to die. Um, but all right, throwing him on here into the den. Robert, what's up, man? You are back with us. How's it going, man? Doing well. How about yourself? Doing great. It's nice to have a bounce back today. I dude, I know I was down like <laughs> six grand yesterday. I'm like not an emotional trader by any means, right? I've gotten through those days. It's been like almost 10 years now that I've been in the markets. But yesterday was one of those days where I'm like getting tested a little bit. Like, oh God, should I just go all cash at this point? Yeah, I, I mean, that's what I always get the most DMs for sure. It's like all, all these young kids are like, do I sell everything now? I was like, no, th this happens. Stocks actually don't go up every day, surprisingly. But uh, yeah, it's good to see a bounce back though. All right. And, and I mean, you, you do a ton of educational content. What, what, what is like the, the, the question you get asked most, like, like what market question do people have the most? Um, mainly people are like, what's like the best time to buy a stock? How, how do I find the stock? Cause it may, I mean, I try and give investors, these young investors ideas. There's so much enthusiasm, but they just don't really know what to do with it. You know, they're buying penny stocks. They're buying super speculative stuff. Um, I basically just try and show them how I find, I'm a, more of a growth investor. So I show them how I go through my process, kind of how I find stock picks um, and really just try and take that all that enthusiasm they have and, and kind of put some structure to it. Okay. And, and, and like, I mean, it, it, like those are tough questions to answer, right? Because you, you never want to say like, like Ripster just made a great point and, and he said like, do your own DD, right? Don't, don't just depend mm -hmm. on other people. And that's what everybody wants, right? Like, you know, I, I was in the gym uh, yesterday, right? And, and so, you know, I just got bombarded by like three people of like, 
hey, give me a ticker. Give me a hot stock. Give me a thing to buy. I like I, I sort of want to because I want to pump up my stocks, but but I don't want to have that kind of liability. So it's like yeah, for sure. For energy. sure. And they're and they're like, oh, is this stock gonna go up? Is it gonna go down? It's like nobody really knows in the short term. It's like you you have to have a long-term perspective with these. I mean, you can you can day trade. It's never really worked for me. I'm more of a long-term investor. Um, but I try to just instill those good habits at a young age. Uh, with the, I wish I would have done it. I lost a lot of money when I first started in the markets, uh, you know, doing buying speculative options and use, using more, not very, uh, very good risk management. All right. Um, let, but, let's, let's break out the, have you blown up an account? You said you lost a lot of money. <laughs> I imagine you uh, I've blown up three. Let, let, you want to <laughs> trade a story? On how you yeah. So, uh, so this wasn't even that speculative, uh, but this is back when I first started out, I was working for a company called Casey Research. There was this really hot stock called Poseidon Concepts, which was during the fracking boom. It was a company that made these huge pools for fracking water, had insane fundamentals, like 80% margins, 20% profit margins, and, a, and about an 8% dividend yield. So I was like, oh, I'm going to put a bunch of money in this. This looks great. Turns out it was too good to be true. Turned out to be a fraud. Fell about, I think, like 90% in a week. Blew up my account right away. I was like, oh, maybe this investing thing isn't for me. But I guess, I guess 10 years later, you know, you, you live and you learn a little bit. If it's too good to be true, it looks too good to be true. It probably is, is what I learned with that one. Yeah, my my favorite account that I blew up, I think. Uh, and, and again, I blew, I blew up three accounts from ages 15 to 19. Right. It's like I was like bust my ass all summer mowing lawns, get accumulate like 700 bucks and then piss it away in the market. My favorite one that I think I blew up. Uh, what was I would buy every stock that was down like 80% on a day, thinking it can't go any low. This thing's at a dollar, it can't go to zero. Uh, and then I would short. I don't know how I got shorting permissions, but my broker <laughs> gave me shorting permission. That was irresponsible of them. But then I would short any stock that had doubled, you know, stocks up 90%, visit cleared an FDA trial or something. I'd be like, oh, this thing's going back down, short it. You know, that yeah, that last long. That's a common mistake too. Everybody wants to buy stocks that are down, getting beaten up. I'm more of a momentum guy. You know, I'm not afraid to buy a stock if the, the charts up in the top right hand corner. Those are usually my best trades. You kind of want to, that's another thing I always tell them. You know, I never really average down positions unless it's a very high conviction idea. I'm more of an average up type guy because um, I, I love to ride the momentum and I like to, to add more money to what's working. All right. So, so can you give us some names you like right now? So one I got got for you guys uh, is Ozon. It's a Russian e-commerce company. I know everybody. I feel like everybody knows C Limited. You know they're like the the Amazon of Southeast Asia and Jumaya, the Amazon of Africa. Okay, um, take her on this one, guys. O Z O N Oscar Zebra Oscar November. Sorry, yep, keep, and, keep going, Robert. And then, and then, in that same vein, this is basically the the Amazon quote unquote of Russia. They're basically the biggest e-commerce player in Russia which is a pretty untapped market right now. Only about 40% of Russians use any sort of e-commerce compared to about 70% in the U.S. Uh, the growth runway looks huge. The, the total addressable market is supposed to double by 2023 in Russia. Um, and the stock is growing. Their, their sales are already at 61% growth over the last year. Um, so I, I'm, I'm in at 44 on that one. So I, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm in at 40. I'm in at 44 on that one, but I added more to it on February 1st, but actually thinking about adding a little bit more at this point. Um, it's only a 13 billion market cap company, which seems kind of small. They're going to be the dominant e-commerce player in Russia and serve all those surrounding countries as well, potentially. I think there's a huge growth opportunity there. 
Okay, so 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 what are the catalysts that we're looking for? Is it basically the earnings reports? We want to just see the earnings reports continue to show that growth, or 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 what's the catalyst that we're looking for? Strong earnings, basically, um, I, and I'm just looking for for more e-commerce adoption to happen uh, in Russia. Because again, it, only 40% of people use any sort of e-commerce in Russia. The infrastructure is still getting built out there, so I'm looking for for a bounce back in their economy as well. You know, they got crushed by COVID, but like everyone else, um, but but maybe looking at their earnings reports, but they had they had a strong one not too long ago. Yeah, and I would imagine that that this, this little bit of bounce that we're seeing in oil is is good for this stock as well. Was Russia such an oil dependent economy? Yep. So that and I and I'm bullish on commodities right now, uh, oil included. You know, with all the printing going on across the world, that's starting to feed into com- into commodities. So I could see that going up. I know OPEC didn't do uh, oil any favors the other day when they're they're turning on the spigots again um and, and increasing supply in that market but i still think that trend is up uh, i think oil's up about what 40 percent in the last two months or something it's it's, it's been going pretty strong um and I, I don't see that stopping anytime soon okay so 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 let's talk about commodities a little bit right but also i just put this great comment on the screen first account i opened was during y2k there's still nuclear fallout from that account that's that's pretty good <laughs> um but uh uh, uh commodities you, you like commodities you're bullish on them uh, how do you invest in commodities? Are you, you buying futures? Are you buying the ETFs? Are you buying stocks? Uh, how, how do you go about doing that? So I, I, it's more commodity specific. One company I've been looking at over the last few weeks is Archer's Daniel Midland. You know, they're one of the largest commodity player, players in the world, uh, more for oil seeds. Figure ADM, uh, guys. Yeah, that's more of a play on food inflation, which actually food inflation is the highest that it's been right now in about the last seven years. Um, which I mean, again, there's just so much money flowing through the system right now. And if we start seeing higher economic growth here, especially in, in the U S which I want to say Goldman came out with a report the other day saying they expect 7% GDP growth for the U S later this year, which would be, I mean, that's gonna, it might force the feds hand, which could be, you know, a headwind for markets would be unfortunate. Um, but I think a lot of that money is going to feed and just economic activity is going to cause a general rising in prices. Uh, over the second half of the year, which a lot of that is going to feed into food inflation. Um, but since that's what Archer Daniel, that's what they sell, they're going to pass off, pass off uh, those prices to consumers, uh, which will raise Archer's earnings uh, theoretically. Uh, so that's one play I'm looking at in the commodity space. All right. I like that one. I, I do own a, a couple of commodities. I, I do it through the ETFs. And everybody who's watched the show for a while, we, we've gone through how I set up my ETF portfolio. That's where I manage the majority of my assets. Um, you know, the, like like the DBM, USO, a couple of the commodity ETFs. But but I've got no food exposure. I, I like that one. That's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that one has room to run. Okay. All right. What What, what else should we talk about? Uh, so one that I think we talked about last time I was on here, which has just ripped since then, was Afterpay. Uh, it's the right. buy now, pay later company. We've had the Affirm IPO since then. Um, but basically, I don't know if any, if any if anyone's not familiar with the company. They're still kind of under the radar. They're an Australian company. They trade OTC. So the Robinhood crowd won't be able to find it on Robinhood. Uh, but they basically, uh, if you don't have the cash to pay for you know a jacket or something up front, they let you pay half then, and then you pay off the rest over the next two weeks. And just from a behavioral aspect, any company that lets Americans spend money they don't have, I think is going to do pretty well. And we've already seen that happen with the stock price. Uh, I think it's up 60% in the last two months. Woo! All right, hold on. Let me, That's let like the U.S. company. Start. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, Affirm is their biggest competitor. And there's another one, um, something with a K. I forget what it's called. Yep. Ohio. I, mean, I like, all, I like yeah, Afterpay. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, and I'll say from like a business standpoint, right, we, we recently integrated PayPal checkout in, into our products. And one of the reasons that we did it was was because we, we had so many consumers asking us for that feature is, hey, if you integrate PayPal, they've got a program where instead of me paying, you know, the, the, the whole chunk of money up front, you know, they'll spread it out over a year for me. And as a vendor, we don't care. PayPal fronts mm -hmm. us all the money. Great. You know, if, if that's what consumers want, we'll go ahead and do it. We're, we're in this for Zinger Nation. Um, so, so I think it's really compelling from that vendor standpoint as well. Yeah, and I like it too. If any, if I, I, most of my portfolio is American stocks as well. I wanted to add some international exposure. They're an Australian company. So it was kind of a no-brainer, especially with the dollar weakening. You know, it, it, it's played out really well so far. It's kind of near my target price now. Um, but I think that's going to be a long-term hold for me. I don't have any any plans to sell that one. Are you, are you going to take money off the table if you're nearing that price target, or or you're letting it ride? Uh, for that one, I'm I'm just less likely to add. Again, like if I I'm not really an average down type guy. I like to average up. I've averaged up twice on Afterpay at this point, so my position's gotten pretty big already. Um, so I'm unlikely to add if it's above my target, but I'm probably just going to let that one ride for a while. I think it's going to do pretty well. Okay. All right, I, I like that one. What what about you? Have any opinion on the fitness stocks, like 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 the Planet Fitness, the Pelotons, in any of those? Um, so haven't done a ton of research on either of them. I could see them bouncing back with people getting a little more comfortable going back to the gym. Um, me personally, I just set up a gym in my garage about three months ago because here in LA, gyms have basically been illegal for the last year. Um, so, um, but yeah, I haven't really looked at, looked into them too deep. I know Peloton's been a hot stock for a while. Um, but yeah, not, not super familiar with either. Yeah. We, we sort of had this weird phenomenon in Michigan where, where we're based out of here at Benzinga where restaurants and bars were closed for months, but gyms were allowed to be open. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll take it. It seems sort of weird, right? You got all these people packed in, breathing on the same stuff, sweating on the same stuff. Um, you know, but, but you know, hey, whatever. I guess you can't you can't go out to eat. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, Jason, you're back. Yes, I'm back, and I just the restaurant in Michigan. It's ridiculous. 10 p.m. curfew until the end of March. We have the lowest rate of infections. I don't know what our governor's doing. I feel bad for all Michigan restaurants, companies, etc. We're not treating it fairly. Sorry, that's my public service announcement. <laughs> There you go. Hey, hey, at least you guys had restaurants open. We just got outdoor dining back about two weeks ago here. Oh, really? Just, just been getting takeout. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm jealous that you can have outdoor dining. I don't know how much you can see behind me, but everything is snowy here. So we really uh, can't even have that. I'm born and raised in Cleveland, so I know those winners very well. Are you a Cavs fan? Big time Cavs fan, Browns fan, Indians fan. If you fan. ever want to come to a Cavs game and get like a backstage tour, like the locker room and all that. Let us know. One of our investors owns the Cavaliers. Oh, Dan Gilbert, big fan. Yeah, you know that'd is? be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Boy, boys. We're boys. We're boys. His Rocket Mortgage stock has been it's struggling a little bit, but I've, I still got a long term perspective on that one, too, especially with rates so low. Yeah, I mean, the, the, those stocks have, have definitely um, have been challenged. And, and you're right with rates so low. The 10-year bond is at 130. It was at $1 when this thing started. Move away. And it was at $1. And it's at 130 now, the 10-year, which means rates will go up. So investors are shying away. But Rocket Company is actually different, guys. It's not just a mortgage company. 
I think they're doing close to a billion dollars in transaction in automotive. I don't know the exact number, but like there's a lot more there. I mean, think about our Carvana. Like they're gonna, they're gonna be playing in that world too. So it's a different kind of company, at least in my mind. But um, I own the stock. I own it long term. Yeah, and and you touched on why the reason I'm in this stock too, ticker RKT. And, and again, the reason why why I like it and have been been hammering it since it's had its IPO is is because I see the infrastructure and the scale they're able to achieve with mortgages. And, and there's no reason why they couldn't scale that out across the spectrum of of public uh, or of financial services. Right. If, I mean, they can process this many mortgages and, and they have this many financing relationships and that sort of thing. They, they, there's no reason they shouldn't also be number one in, in cars and personal loans and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. And the more and the mortgage process, Robert, is hard. you got to be licensed in every state, et cetera, et cetera. And they have that thing down. So that's why I like RKT. Um, I think it's interesting that Luke brought up Palantir and then or not Palantir. I, no, I do that too. There's too many effing stocks to start with P right now. No more P IPOs this year. If there's any IPOs that start with, with the letter P, let's all just agree to short the shit out of them. I get all of my tickers confused. I was about to do an IPO of a new stock, but I guess I won't say the name. All right. But um, yeah, Luke gets that confused. But he went short Planet Fitness last night. How'd that go for you, Luke? It, it's like what? I, not. It didn't go either way. Right. Okay. So, so, so here's the chart. Um, it, it's down one and a half percent, right? We, it doesn't matter. I'd rather have it be down one and a half percent than up one and a half percent. Um, but again, it, it basically didn't move for us. Got it. Okay. Um, and how do we find you, Robert? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at TikToks or on TikTok uh, as TikToks as well. Is that how we found you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Your, your producer reached out to me uh, you must uh, be, back in December. But you must be putting out some good, smart stuff. So, um, I try I try to. All right. I do have a question for you, man. And if you don't know it, then give me your best BS answer. Um, C-L-O-V. C-L-O-V. Clover Health. We get asked about Clover Health more than we get asked about our kids. I mean, seriously. So what do you think about C-L-O-V? Not super familiar with them. Is that one of Chamath's facts? Yeah, you, yeah. Kind of familiar. You, can't, you can't go with that. You just have to come up with something. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's what did. I want to say Hindenburg Research had that short report on them as well. That kind of tanked the stock. Um, they, they've kind of been on fire for the last year. I mean, they took down Nikola last year as well. So um, I haven't I haven't really looked into the stock. I'm looking looking up their Morningstar report right now. They look like they're a uh, telemedicine type company. Um, but not, not, not a ton of insight, not to be perfectly honest. All right. Well, all I know is I get asked about it a decent amount. I'm not in it that much these days. So I just wanted to ask you if you had any color on it. Because people ask about Clover. I don't know why it's st- still like such a, you know, passionate cult stock. But it is. They're, they go crazy about it. It's one of the, the biggest ones. My wife likes it, though. I don't know why she likes it. But she likes that stock. She follows Ripster on Twitter. That might be why. She follows Ripster on Twitter, you know? It looks like they had a nice reversal today, though, from the chart. It looked like death for the last few months, from what I can tell. But but good good to see that bounce. Yep, absolutely. We finally are starting to see a little bit more energy going to some of these facts again. All right. All right. Luke, we have the chat challenge coming up. We have the chat challenge. Then I got to bounce. Luke, do we have the I gotta, I gotta leave the show in your hands, Jason. Um, all right, sorry. all right. Well, Robert, thank you for coming on and making us look awesome. Thank you, Robert. Riley, say thank you to Robert. Hey. Thank you, Robert. 
Any anytime, guys. All right. We appreciate you, man. We'll come on again, please. Okay. They like they Sounds like good. your they like how you think. In the in the comments, they're like, we like how Robert thinks. Okay. I do what I can. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Let's go to the chat challenge. All right. Let's All right. Do Luke. it. All right. I got you have a video Luke, for I got, me? Oh. Luke, no, I got hey, it. Joshy. I got Hi. I got a new graphic for the chat challenge. Ready, Luke? No. Senior Nation is going head to head to head to head to head. Perfect. Senior Nation is going head to head to head to head to head. Perfect. You like that? I like that. It's got me dancing a little bit. I don't have to introduce the chat challenge every time we do an update. Um, have you seen you know. this yet? Have you seen this yet? The only thing that would make it better is if it was a little bit longer. You know, I got the blood flowing, everybody, you know, get up, dance a little bit to, to the song, you know. Our next show host is Natalie Shirley. Natalie, will you talk? Hi. Hi, Natalie. Florida, how you doing? Doing well. We're excited for your 2.30 show. It's going to be awesome. Guys, stay tuned. Natalie's doing a show today at 2.30. All right, um, but, but all right, Jason. I'm yeah. I'm gonna clip us over to the chat challenge. But I do have to hop on a call with Trade Station. That's right, Trade Station. Shout out Trade Station at 1:30 here. Um, but let's pull up the screen. The winner this week. Every single Mer week we're running a competition. Mercio, I got you. Thank you for the feedback. Keep going. All right, every single week we're 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 running a competition. We're trying to figure out who's the smartest one in the chat. If you missed it this week. Tune in Monday, smash the subscribe button. We do it every single week. The winner this week is getting some Bitcoin sent to them. I don't know how to send Bitcoin, but I'm sure Zinger Nation will help me. I'm throwing up the screen now. Boom. Akilsh, you are the winner. He guessed on Monday, or sorry, ugh, short week. He guessed on Tuesday the price of Bitcoin would be $55,000 at this time on Friday. Actual price, 5488 three within 0.2 percent it's like he already knew so so boom there it is one more air horn shoot us an email power hour at benzinga.com again it's power hour at benzinga.com to claim your prize guys and again we will be back at it if you didn't win let's say you're one of these guys who who you know had had the price off by 42 percent don't worry we'll, we'll, we'll do some sort of stock competition next week i wonder what i guessed where, where was I on this one? All right, Luke. Okay, I didn't Luke, even guess. Luke, I'm taking over right now with no guest, right? Uh, you you do have a guest at, at 1.30. I, okay, well, I don't want a guest right now, so no guest right now, okay? I'm going to – who's my guest? Uh, uh, you got Jeff Rinsdell coming on. He, he does VC in the Miami area. Talk about the, the Miami VC market. All right. I'll, oh, yeah. He'll come on in a minute. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Luke, do you have to go? I got to go. I got to go hustle up some money, guys. Zinger Nation, we, we love you. Thank you for letting us do this every single day. I, I'm leaving the show in Jason's mostly capable hands, very capable hands. Just depends how many Mai Tais he's had today. But all right, guys, peace. I'm out. Happy trading. All right, Luke, thank you. Thank you. Guys, before we bring Jeff on, I want to give you a quick update on the challenge, and I want to get this stuff going. And, um, yeah, there's no Ted Cruz here, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. Am I doing a Ted Cruz? No, I'm in Florida. I live in Michigan. 
I don't get out to the sun that often. I'm, I'm too pasty white and they complain. So I'm here to work on my tan for you guys so I can look pretty and bring you the stuff. We got 2,000 people here right now, 2,800, which is not bad. Um, I, I would say right now CNBC has like 31,000 lives. So we're, we're going to get there. We'll get there. But, yeah, my, my look, I, I don't love it. But this is what it is. I'm trying to get some more color. But what I want to say is we're bringing out a very smart VC, someone that knows the markets, and it's exciting. But if you're listening to this channel, what I want you to do, again, it's, it's something you have to take two minutes. Go to E-Trade and say, we want Benzinga News because what the news you have on E-Trade.com doesn't show when the markets are moving, et cetera. Send an email to powerhour at Benzinga.com with your message and screenshot, and we will send you Benzinga swag. We need your address and we need your size. Please do that. Um, and uh, John Lopez, thanks for your feedback. Um, but yeah, that's about it. And hope you guys are having a great week. Um, and now I'm going to bring on Jeff the VC. Here we go. Jeff the VC. There he How is. Are you, I, How are you? I'm fantastic. Jason, where are you in Florida? Aventura. Aventura. Well, I'm down in Miami. So oh, Aventura uh, is a good place to be. Are you going to be at Carbone tonight? Uh, you know what? I might be. I might be. Are you going to be there tonight? There or Satai? One of the two. Um, both are, are good choices. So, yeah. So I, I, was at, so I was at the Satai literally an hour ago. I'm at the Soho house now. Yep, yep, yep. I uh, Friday night Satai are, are pretty good. So you live down here? Yes. I've been in Miami for 21 years. So what room are you in right now? What is this that we're looking at right now? Where are you? Uh, well, this is a this is a uh, video room at the Soho House. Got it. So you're at the Soho House yeah. right now, and yes, you're wearing, you're wearing a sport coat. You look nice. You look well, nice. Well, thank you. Well, so tell you me. know, if I was sitting by the pool, I'd, I'd look a little different, but I'm not. I know. But I'm not. I'm, I'm not usually like this, but um, they, the the audience tells me they like to see me in real life. So I didn't. Well, I, I, I have a polo shirt right there that I could put on right now, but they like yeah. to see. I don't know. That's what they tell me. So, yeah. and, well, and we've grown a lot. I, I, so, if I if I'm not mistaken, you're you're uh, you live in Michigan. So why the hell would you ever be doing anything other than what you're doing right now if you're in Florida? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Jeff, what do yeah. you do? Tell tell us about yourself a little bit. I am a venture capitalist down here in uh, in my well. We're headquartered in Miami. We have offices. Uh, we have a small office in Guatemala City, a small office in London, small office in Spain, small office in Israel. Got it. Got it. Now, how long ago did, did you did you start the firm? I did. Yeah, it's my firm. I started it in 2017. I uh, before that, I was a, a senior executive at Merrill Lynch, and I retired from that in 2016 to start this firm. And what kind of uh, ventures are you investing in? Is it small? Is it private equity? What kind of sizes are you doing? Well, um, when you say sizes, you mean the checks that we write? Check size, yeah. Yeah, we'll write checks from anywhere from a million to 20 million. I mean, okay. uh, you know, we just, we just did a, uh, yeah, we, did, we just did a deal two Fridays ago at the SLS here in Miami with a founder and that deal will be 50 million. That'll be the largest deal we've ever done. What kind of, what, what industry? That is a FinTech. So we, we, we lean in um, basically on eight different verticals that we focus in on, but FinTech is a big one, obviously coming from uh, Wall Street. It's, it's one of my, my lean ins, if you will. And that's where, okay. And that's where your passion lies. 
So any investments that you've made that are, what are you going to say? You're breaking up a little bit, Jason. What's that? Any investments that you've made that are public now? Um, they have not, not gone public not, yet. Not, not, no. No, 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 not public markets, public, like that you can talk about. Anything you can talk about that you've made. Well, you said you, yeah. that's the last one. You didn't say the name. So that's why I'm assuming you can't talk yeah, about that, it. No, 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 no. That, that's, that company is called TradeShift. It's a huge uh, fintech play. If you don't know about it, you should check it out. Um, leading in, in, their, in their space. I can talk about all of them, actually, Jason. Wait, so, talk talk um, more about that one. Trade shift? Yeah. So so what they do is basically procurement between supply chains and the um, and the end consumer. So think of it like, uh, like let's say you're Bose Stereo and you are supplying radios to General Motors for et cetera. Um, trade shift does all of the invoicing, all of the money back and forth, all the wiring, takes care of everything soup to nuts. And they do it for, you know, really, to be honest with you, you know, the who's who of, of any company, um, you know, in Fortune 500 or whatever it might be. Huge company. It, it's valued right now at about two and a half billion. Uh, we anticipate taking it public first quarter, second quarter 2021. Uh, I personally, my humble opinion, five billion to 10 billion uh, is what she'll roll in at. Wow. Okay, that's, that's pretty sweet, Jeff. Um, what are some other ones and what's your VC name? I know your name, you know, like Jeff yeah. Ransdell, but what is the fund yeah. your last name? What? The, the, the fund is fuel venture capital. Well, yeah. Aaron, we put the link in the chat, please. So you can see it. So if what um, you did, uh, they already put it. Okay, cool. Let me put your Twitter name. So if someone's listening right now, should they, re- why, why should they reach out to you or what kind of companies should reach out to you if they're listening right now, Jeff? But I, I think, you know, if, 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 if there are founders that are listening right now and they're looking, you know, for, you know, venture capital money, uh, if they're at that stage where, you know, venture capital or institutional money is something that they're going to be, you know, looking at or, or, you know, can take, then, you know, reach out to us. That'd be great. If you have investors who, um, you know, I think your, your show is, is largely focused on, on the public markets and you, you are smart to have conversations like this one with me, but if you have investors on the call that are looking for access to owning companies before they get to the to you know the stock market uh then then give us a call i mean that's really what we do we we you know our our lps our limited partners are are typically you know the only way you can get in our fund is if you know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows us so now you know us so uh you know that that's how you gain access it's it's kind of a vip table no, I love, I love it, and I love the name Fuel Venture Capital. The right fuel to it. I have a domain name, Ignite it, and the whole idea is like ignite what you're building. You know, this is I don't use it. I don't use it for anything, but um, I love the I love the I like name it. Fuel Venture Capital. And so yeah, there's a uh, there's a marijuana company called Ignite. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Dan Branzerian, yeah. Bill Bill Zeri, yes, I was at his I was at his Valentine's party. Can you believe that? Well, I can believe it. I bet it was a hell of a party. It was, it was. Um, I went there, you know, media guy. It's actually pretty funny. They had some like, you know, YouTube celebrities and there's a YouTube yeah. video, of one of the celebrities like doing like a 10 minute thing. And you see me walking around holding my iPhone, just taking video. Let's just say that. Okay. I look like the biggest yeah, yeah. nerd ever. I'm just taking video. Yeah. I'll send you the clip one day. It is, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Ignite. Yes. I know. I know people are going to now say a lot of stuff about Ignite, but yes. Yeah, I actually, hey, Jeff, I actually tried to sell the domain Ignite it to, to Dan. 
And he said people what? don't really care, people don't care about domains anymore. He said because you can just search stuff. So you didn't want it. That's what he told me. Yeah, I disagree with that. But uh, anyway, that's his I loss. I know. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you too. And so, what are some other startups or that you're excited about that that Fuel Venture Capital is invested in? Well, the I've got a uh, uh, you know what SAR Technology is. Which one? Say again. Do you know what SAR technology is? Do you know what that means? I think so, but make sure you well, you tell me. Yeah. Like, Bottom line network. is, I'll give you the I'll, I'll give you the quick uh, dirty on this. If I know the chemical makeup of wood, of cement, of of uh, steel, doesn't matter what it is, I can use computers to dissipate the image and look through it. So when you you take that technology and you apply it to a micro satellite, which basically skates on the surface of the planet, you can take very, very um, good imaging, less than five meters. And if so, if I had, for example, the coordinates of where you are right now, I would tell you what, I would be able to tell you what color shorts you're wearing, if you have shoes on, if you have sandals on. Uh, if I knew the, the coordinates of your house, I could tell you how many boxes of cereal are in your damn kitchen. Um, that's a really big company that, uh, that we own uh, a big piece of, and we're taking well, it, it should be going public here in the next six months. I can't really get that into seems, it, but it's amazing, that amazing seems company. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's an incredible company. It's one of our. It's it's in our space tech uh, play, but that one's, you know, again, we're talking uh, what five six months now, and it'll be rolling out into uh, the public market. So that's a big one. It's called Predisar and Terran Orbital. Okay, uh, both public companies at the moment. All right. Okay, I like that. Now. We're going to go to a next phase of how you – it's next phase of this interview about how you got to where you got. But before we do that, we got to show you our next gra – our graphic. Hold on. This is how we introduce okay. him. Hold on. Okay. All right, Jeff. You like right. it? Jeff Ransdell here. I like it a lot. Fuel Venture Capital. Yes. This is what we do. I mean, Benzinga – I don't know if you know us, but like, you know, three years we ago, we were you. 10, you do. Okay. So yeah. we're 10, 20 people. Now we're about a hundred people. We get about 15 million people to our site a month, about 60 million people read us. And we provide content to every major brokerage platform basically. And that's our business. And it's real. I mean, it's, it's crazy. The growth, it's crazy, you know, and it's, and we're only here, we're only growing because of the people in the audience who are asking um, questions. So, Anyway, so well, Jeff, congratulations to you, Jason. No, thank you. Congratulations to you. And this is where we're going to go more about you. How did you get okay. to where you got? Like, how did you like not just work at Merrill Lynch, but then have a passion for venture capital and then, and then pursue that? Most people, they're stuck at like not stuck, but they're financial advisor, wealth manager. They stay in that because you can make very good income. You get your AUM, you make very good income. So love to hear like your yeah. background of how you to Merrill Lynch and then where you are and like how you got to where you got. So let's hear that. Yeah, I, th I think that that's actually a really good point that you brought up. I mean, you know, you can get really comfortable doing whatever it is that you're doing. And, um, you know, I just got to this point in my career where, um, you know, I've always been big on technology. I was a, a private investor in venture capital while I was at Merrill in the public markets. It became very obvious to me, my humble opinion, that, you know, technology was democratizing, you know, information and that uh, it was going to have a significant effect on the public markets. And that the real wealth, again, my humble opinion, but the, the real wealth creation is found in the private markets. It's found by hunting incredible funders. Um, you know, technology is changing everything. It's not going away. 
I think if anything that COVID did, it, it proof sourced that thesis. And um, so I decided instead of looking in the mirror every morning and uh, kind of questioning myself, I decided to, you know, take a bold move, get the hell, uh, you know, stick, you know, take the needle of opium out of my arm that, that they were kind of pumping in there for 20 some years and uh, get myself extremely uncomfortable and, and, and build out this firm. And my whole idea with, with building out this firm was that I wanted to provide private clients, investors access to these companies. Because if you don't know someone who don't know someone who don't know someone, you know, to get to know someone like myself, you can't get access to this stuff. You know, I was at Merrill Lynch and, you know, you don't talk about venture capital at a Merrill Lynch UBS or a Smith Barney. You just don't do that. So uh, it was very frustrating to me and I, I wanted to try and make a difference. And that's why I am where I am now. Okay. So, no, that that's awesome. Now, our predecessor, this one that you were talking about, um, is that the main one that you're talking about that that you invested in that can do all this like crazy radar technology type stuff? Yeah, that's predecessor. Yeah, um, that, that's it's it's actually two companies. You have a, a data play in predecessor, which is providing data to the three three letter agencies in the United States. The customers are all you know government type you know all the three letter agencies buy the data and we just supply them with the data. And then Terran Orbital is a, is a microsatellite manufacturing company that gives us the ride to space. Got it. Okay. So are they going to merge or are they going to be set? You own, you own parts of both. I own parts of both and it is one company. So Terran Orbital is the mothership. And then underneath that's about a, a hundred other companies inside of the space ecosystem. And by the way, I did not know the SAR technology until you explained it. I thought it was something else like, but uh, it's not. I mean, it seems so unbelievable. Is there a way to demo it or see it at all? Like, it seems like almost yeah, too good to be true. Um, th there's some there's some different places uh, on on the web that you can if you if you Google SAR technology, you can okay. you can get some uh, demos and whatnot. I think there's a good one uh, where it's looking at the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas. You can see right through it. I think it's a great one to to use as an example. Wow. But our technology is actually better than what you see on on that uh, that demo a lot better is this company still raising money uh it is it is not right now no it's it's actually about two hours ago just signed a letter of intent for a spac roll-up got it okay all right you may need some benzinga money in it come on yeah um, exactly so you never know call me call me later when, when you never I talk about it Yep. No, I hear you. I hear you. Any companies that we haven't talked about that you think the active traders here or the listeners would want to hear about? Well, but you, you got to understand we're, we're, in my world, active traders can't get access to this stuff. My world is is all about finding companies, curating those companies to someday give them to all these active traders. So everything I'm in, my friend, right now, I have very little public market uh, stocks anymore in my portfolio. It's all private equity. So I'm getting a question in the chat. Maybe we got some big spenders, Jeff. They want to know if you're taking money from LPs, and if you are, what is the minimum entrance fee? That's what they're asking. You know, so every smart uh, general partner like myself always keeps VIP shares to the side. Uh, so I do have some some shares that, that I can uh, issue out. Our minimum commitment size is a million dollars. So guys, if you're if you want to get a hold of Jeff and you're 
I mean, I see they paid me money to ask you that question, just so you know. Like they, 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 I swear to God, because yeah. I didn't ask it first because yeah. I didn't yeah. think they really yeah. needed it. And then the guy paid like a YouTube fee, not much, but um, nice. so if you created the Benzinga ETF, yeah, that'd be cool too. This guy says create a Benzinga ETF to get access to some of these ventures. It would be great. I agree. So what's your email or what email can they uh, reach out to if they want to potentially get further information about investing or if you want to talk? I know you don't take any random investors. So what's a good reach out email to get a hold of someone? I'll tell you, here's two two great ways to follow what we're doing. So my email is jeff at fuelventurecapital.com. Okay. That's my email. If you want to follow what we're doing, uh, we do an incredible job on, on Instagram. My handle on Instagram is Jeff Ransdell VC. And you can also see a lot of what we're doing on our Instagram for the firm, which is Fuel Venture Capital. Um, and it will give you a really good taste of all of our portfolio companies. But these are incredible, incredible, incredible companies that are absolutely changing uh, the verticals that they're in right now. FinTech, Space, uh, Robotics. Our robotics company is one of the, the top three robotics companies in the world. Um, you know, doing a lot of amazing things during COVID with, for people, you know, for example, you know, if you, if you have a grandmother or whatnot, that's been in a assisted living, you know, facility or something like that, they haven't been able to have visitors. You haven't been able to leave. Our robots can go in there and you can actually sit at the table, have dinner with your, with your grandmother, watch a movie with your grandfather, whatever it might be. I mean, we're, we're involved in cutting edge, amazing technologies. And, you know, soon or, or later, they'll end up in your world and people will be able to buy them, you know, in the public markets. But today they're private. You got to know someone who knows someone to, to get access to them. So, um, so I guess I have one more question. Are you doing the fundraising per deal or is it a set fund? Are you doing like an SPV per deal or is it a set fund that you have? Jason, that's an incredible, it's a good, good question. We have a fund, so you come into the fund, you get diversified amongst the 25 companies. But then what we do, which is I think very unique because our investors have asked us to do it, which is we will allow our investors to co-invest. So they can go into specific SPVs for companies that they also have high conviction for. It's a really, really great value add from the from our perspective because you get to come in and take advantage of all of our work. And we do a lot of financial engineering. So our, our investors usually come in significantly lower than the street price on any deal that we do got it okay no well, that's because a lot of people like we'll do one-off deals but no that works that works so that so that's how if they're in the fund they get access to, bigger access to these other deals okay um so you guys if, got if you're, if you're if you're a part of the family you get special treatment okay i like that so you guys got jeff's email jeff at fuelventurecapital.com on Instagram, Jeff Ransdell, VC, I think. If that's not right, I know it's in the chat a million times, so they'll get it right. Um, yeah, Jeff Ransdell, VC, I see you having that thing. Um, now, if I see you tonight, maybe I'll look a little different, but say hi. I don't know what we're, if we're going to, if I'm going to stay with What would you say? I said I for sure will. If you see me, make sure you, you come up. Yeah, yeah, because I think we're going to do like at 8 o'clock, I think, or unless my son okay. convinces me to uh, not go. We'll see. I, I have like a, we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. But um, all right. Well, it was good. It was good having you on. We, you have, we would love to have some of your portfolio companies come on and have you whenever. I mean, we, we, we go all day from 8 a.m. to about 5 p.m. And soon we'll be going 24 hours. So th that's well, the Jason, good. if you want to, I'll offer this up to you since you're down here in Florida. If you want to come down and uh, broadcast out of our, our HQ, it's an it's a incredible place. You'd have a hell of a lot of fun. You're welcome anytime. Just let me know. 
Why couldn't you tell me that on Monday? Well, I didn't know you on Monday, my friend. I know. I know. I know. I know. We'll, we'll do it. I'll rain check it this time. Maybe I'll do it on our, when I come back in a week and a half. So um, okay. yeah, we'll rain check it this time. Because I'm leaving tomorrow because I coach a flag football team. And we have a game Sunday. Or else I'd be staying well, another week. I would be staying another well, week if that wasn't the case. There um, would be no reason for you to go out. I, I always say I don't know why anyone ever leaves Miami. Or you're in Aventura, yeah. but. Yeah, no, I don't I know. go that far north. I don't well, go that far north. I'm a, I'm a Miami snob. The reason that I'm in Aventura is I have three kids, 11, 9, or sorry, 11, 9, yeah, 11, 9, and 4. And if okay. you look behind me, if you look behind me, or I'll just move it, there's water slides like over there. Do you see them? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you see, see them. There's big, see that. There's, big, yeah. there's, there's big water slides. And so for kids, like, there's nothing better. And it's still a nice hotel. It's not too, you know, you see the water slides up there? I do. I do. So that shit, that, that is what, you know, I mean, I, yes, I like to be in Miami more than where I'm at here, but with the slides, it keeps the kids happy. And if the kids are happy, you know what they say? The that's parents exactly are right. So engineered babysitting. Engineered babysitting. You got it right, my man. That's right. Um, all right. Okay. All right, Jeff. Maybe I'll see you tonight. Thank you for coming on. Hopefully you'll come My on. I know. Yep. Appreciate it. And enjoy the Soho house, man. All right. Take you. Take care. Right. Yep. You too. Thank you, man. Yep. So that was Jeff Ranzel. He, guys, he's doing real deals, real investments. I know there's a lot of people who are posers on Instagram, Twitter, but this guy's not. This guy's a guy doing deals. Reach out to him. Reach out to him. Um, you know, um, it's raining, by the way. It's raining outside. That my, I'm in like a cabana thing. It's rain out there. I'm going to get tomorrow in a second, all right? I'm going to get tomorrow in a, in a second, okay? I, I appreciate the persistence on Mara, and we will talk about it in one second, all right, guys? I appreciate your your passion. I appreciate you guys staying here. We're going to talk some stocks. I got to do just one quick thing. Don't leave me. I got to do one quick thing. Please don't leave, okay? Let's get ready to rumble! This information jam-packed show today. Peloton of 5%. What's up, Discipline Investor? We got Benzinga CEO Jason Raznick here with us. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Nash. Peter Schiff on the Power Hour with us live today. Interesting, different, unique, innovative companies. Mia, you are live with us on the Power Hour. What's up? Thank you so much for inviting me on. Jessica Billingley, that is the CEO of Aperna. The best trade idea resource out there. Okay, so I'm back. I'm back. We're here. And so you guys are asking about Mara, and, 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 and it's good to ask. It's, it's good to ask. Um, it, it's definitely a company that we need to talk about right now. And I didn't want to talk about it when I had a guest on, guys. I really wanted to talk about it when it was just you and I in this room, okay? No interruptions. We're going to talk about Mara. We're going to talk about, yes, um, Mar Mar Mercurio. Can you play the stock's names inside the chart? Please, it's hard to read the name if you're watching the show and the phone. I agree with you. Mercurio, we're on that, okay? And also, Mercurio, you know what I would appreciate? We're doing all this uh, uh, free. We're not spending, we're not, we don't. And everyone else is for you all to go to swag.benzinga.com right now. To go swag.benzinga.com and pick up a piece of, an item of clothing. You know, there's Caesar here. He's working his butt off trying to build a store here. He's really trying hard. And, yes, it would help if I was wearing the swag as well, but Caesar won't give me any swag. I don't know. But we'd really, really appreciate 
if you'd go pick up one item uh, from the store, that's what, that's what helps pay the bills. I mean, Caesar is looking for work here and we're trying to make it happen. So if you, while I'm talking about um, Mara, Voyager, uh, Riot Blockchain, I think it's important that we support the swag.benzinga.com. And I know you don't have to. I know you can just sit here and not go click on it. I know. I know because there's no one watching you. You know, but the things that you do when people aren't watching you are, are, are what's remembered in this world. It's like integrity is what you do when people aren't watching you. I'm asking you in return for me going into these stocks and put it in, giving you these guests for you guys to help us out in some area. Okay. Zynga.com. Um, I really, really would appreciate it if you guys can go click on that right now and pick up an item. If it's not for you, buy two items, buy it for your mom, buy it for your sister, buy it for your brother, buy it for your daughter, buy it for your cousin, buy it for your friend. I don't, I, whatever you guys, um, whatever you guys can do, um, would appreciate content and health and wellness tips for managing stress. Exercise the comments. Okay. All right. So yes, Will, Will S. Are you saying you want to, you want to do the wellness show? I can tell, I, <laughs> Fred Asar is watching me. That's a good point. Uh, K20SAMS. If I was at home right now, I would send you a $20 Amazon gift card. That's the joke of the day because I go, integrity is what you do when no one's watching. And um, he just goes, uh, sorry, we are going to be on TV. Okay. Okay. I, I just, I need more. We need more business development people. We need more business development people on our team. People that are hustlers that will go and make deals that don't need Luke to teach them everything. We need more BD people on our. Wait, I just heard someone says, someone said it looks like I have a green screen behind me. I don't have a green screen behind me. Do you guys want me to change my background? All right, I'll change my background. Hold on. I, I'm going to change my background. Hold on. Can you guys time out? We'll change my background real quick because you guys are calling me out that I have a green screen. I don't have a green screen. That's. I go out. I go to the scene for you. Hold on. Hold on. Tell them you have a green screen. Come on. All right. Now I'm in, now I'm in the sun because of you guys telling me I have a green screen. That was not cool. All right. So let's talk Mara. Let's talk Mara. Let's talk healthcare. And let's go there. Okay. So, um, no, you guys, let me move. So Mara, Mara, um, Riot, Voyager. You guys. I, you're not betting on the fundamentals of the company right now. You're betting, and I think you know this, on crypto going up, okay? You're betting on crypto going up. You're betting on the alternative of Bitcoin going up. You're betting on Ethereum going up, okay? That is the first thing I want to say. Now, if you say that seems so obvious, no, it's not necessarily ob obvious because you can make an argument that if Mar becomes, you know, a bigger exchange, you, you know, you can make an argument that if it's a bigger exchange, they can start trading stocks. All that stuff is real. All that stuff is real. That is not good green. I'm not on a green screen. Flag 85. He says I'm, on a, I'm using a green screen. I'm really not. Do you want me? I'll, I guess I'll turn my view again. All right. I I, 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 I was on this view, but I'll, I'll, um, I'll turn my view. Okay. We'll go this way. All right. All right. Now no green screen. So you're betting on those. Oh, wait. Oh, in two minutes. I'm out of here in two minutes. I got to be quick. I got to be quick. So you guys have to understand Riot Blockchain was a, a biotech way back when. And it was the subject of, of Mark Cuban's um, activist uh, research company that would find fraud in companies. And it got killed 
Riot Box went from seven to one dollar back in the day, about two years ago. I remember it like it was yesterday. And so what I am um, what I am saying to you guys, um, what I'm saying to you guys is these stocks, Riot, Mara, Voyager, Bitcoin's at fifty five thousand, and I don't and I don't see Bitcoin stopping right now. I don't see a, a, a plummet to forty. Um, I believe it's going to get to 60, 60, 70, and then maybe slow down. I don't think Mara, Riot, or even or Voyage right now are going to settle down. Now, I am biased, guys. I'm biased, and I want you guys to know that. I don't own Riot. Riot is R-I-O-T. Is It's R-I-O-T. Yes, the ticker. I'm sorry. I'm not giving you a ticker, Lucifer. Lucifer, you're really on me today. Um, R-I-O-T. Mara's M-A-R-A. Voyager, like B-Y-G. Just type it in, Voyager. Voyager Digital. I own Voyager. And I own Bitcoin and I own Ethereum and I own a bunch of uh, USDC or, and um, stablecoin. But I'm I'm being cut off in one minute, guys. So we have a way better host than me coming up next. Way better. Um, no, I Anthony, I got out of Torchlight and I didn't buy the dip. Should I be in Torchlight still? I mean, I have a little bit of Torchlight, but I remember I had a huge position and I went down on it. So and it got killed. So I don't blame those guys. They're, you know, they're in that stock. So. I'm going to look at Torch. I did make some more trades this week. If I come back on at three, I'll tell you the trades I made. And then, um, and I think they'll do well. And I still own BTN. If you guys know BTN, I'm a, I'm a big investor in BTN and GAN and all that. But we have a way better show coming up. I'm going to open the window just to say hi for a second. Can I, can I open the window? Mazzy, are you okay with that? She says yes. Mazzy, what do we have coming up? Hi, we have Options Advantage coming up. And anything in particular you're going to talk about? Um, I'm liking PLTR. I'm liking NVIDIA. We're going to talk about how to scalp options contracts, all that good stuff. All right. That is awesome. You're, you're awesome. And you guys, if you're not learning from her, you're 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 at a loss. I mean, this is free education. And Mazzy, we so appreciate you doing this because you're so good. And you don't have to do this. You can. You don't have to. You know that. So we so appreciate it. I think you like doing it. People say I'm on vacation. Why am I doing this? <laughs> because this is vacation to me. I like doing this and I like doing it. And I, and I think we're all like, I don't know. I don't think we always have the perfect setup. I think we can just talk. If we have a passion, say what you're passionate about. Okay. I'm going to take you off for one second, Mazzy. I'm going to answer one last question and then um, um, I'm going to transfer it to you. Cool. Sounds good. All right, guys on the health, wellness, anxiety stuff. Yes. Monday, we're going to spend 10 minutes talking about that, but anxiety, mental health, is something I'm fervently like it's important to me because when I started Benzinga, I had as much anxiety as you could ever imagine. I'd wake up at 3 a.m. shaking from anxiety, shaking. My body was shaking from anxiety. And so that stuff that I did, things that I learned is so important. And I'm like lucky to be here today. And so, um, and, you know, and I, um, I appreciate you all and I appreciate everyone contributing to this effort to change the way financial information is delivered. Someone like Mazzy does not have to come on here and do this, but she wants to change the game. Is she going to get it all right? No. Am I going to get it all right? Absolutely not. So, but we're doing our best to teach, educate, and that's it. So, and you say chill on the coffee, bro. Joel, I'm bored, man. I've been out a lot and I want to get here and I only have 14 seconds left. So I have to say a lot in a slow in a short amount of time. So feel free to watch me on YouTube on delay if that's better. I apologize, but um, we'll talk about that stuff um, on Monday. Uh, Devon Shu, I can't take any longer. I'm cutting to Mazi's time, and she's a busy person, so I don't want to do that. All right, um, send the screenshots to Power Hour at Benzinga. 
Benzinganews.com if you send to your broker that you want Benzinga News. All right, I'm Transient Amazi. See you guys later. Have a great day.